sorry. There's been albums that I've given second shots to that I've fell in love with. That's happened to you guys, right? Like, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah. We were just talking about that last night. Yeah. Oh, like what albums? Because uh, we brought it up because uh, we were talking about Reflector by the Arcade Fire. Oh yeah. That had to grow yeah. on you. Not me. But for them, <laughs> I loved wow. it. Yeah, I'm gonna just move a little it's bit more over this. Oh, <laughs> it's the one album by them I don't listen to as much. I haven't listened to their new one, but um, my personal fr- I listened to um, I just randomly did like I was looking at my iPod while I was driving. Well, before I drove, I didn't. I wasn't driving mm-hmm. and staring yeah, at my iPod. PSA don't right iPod there. and drive, <laughs> <laughs> kids. Uh, but um, I remember I just went like, you know, I haven't listened to like Suburbs like all the way through Love it. Yeah. for the first time ever. That was a really yeah. like solid album. It's an amazing album. It's the, yeah, it's the best. Yeah. That was like one of uh, our favorite records. Whenever we were like doing the band thing. Uh, and getting really deep into it when we first started it. Yeah. For sure. Like, Pat and I listened to that all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we loved that That's album. like our freaking record. It really is. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah. when I think of, like, being, like, 17 and 18 years mm-hmm. old, I think of that album immediately. Uh, that and, yeah, I can totally know what you mean. There's yeah. just this certain emotion that elicits in my yeah. brain as soon as I hear, like, yeah. bum, bum, For sure. Bum, bum. It's also, yeah. like, a very nostalgic album to begin with. Yeah. You know? So it just, like, lends itself to, like, having that quality. Yeah. yeah. And that's to like the even like the more over like you mentioned a specific album. I think we were just referencing like I like to say now like I don't hate records. I don't like them. I just try like to say it's not my time. Yeah, like something different has to happen. For yeah, me to come that, that happens to me too. Like sometimes I like them. I save records and go like no, I'm gonna come back to this. Like I remember um, Channel Orange. I didn't like it the first time I listened to it. Uh huh. Yeah, but like the second time I listened to it, I fell in love with it. Yeah. Like the the year that came out, that was one of the records I constantly listened to. That's awesome. That's so a gr- it's a great record. I feel it's like so good. I feel like a record like yeah. that, like um, I mean, we all probably kind of grew up like listening to like more like rock and roll music or something, and that's yeah. like more of like an R and B yeah album, and like more maybe even a pop album. I think yeah. that like it's whenever really you like have that yeah. acceptance of like a record that you love that's of a completely different genre than you listen to. I think that's what like opens the doors yeah, yeah. to yeah. other things. It was so, oh, it was just such a beautiful album. It was very personal too. There's like so many classics on there, like Bad Religion, mm-hmm. Pyramids, Pyramids, um, Super Rich Kids. Uh, oh, that is my one of my favorite songs Pilot of all Jones. time. Super, super, rich, ki- super uh, rich Kids is one of the, oh, it's just such a good smooth jam. Oh, God. It's um, like Benny and the Jets, but uh, better. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of last night. It's got those night. like big piano <laughs> quarter yeah, notes. It says the guy that loves Benny and the Jets. And I do yeah. love Benny and the Jets. I said, yeah. I said Speaking of last night. That's yeah. a, it's a great song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a great song. <laughs> yeah, Just sometimes um, it comes on in the car and it's just like, I'm not doing this right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, uh, That's actually, uh, Channel Orange is a great example. That was a definitely a record that, you know, I was never into like hip hop R&B. And yeah like you couldn't get past the hype from other people on it so you had to listen to it and they're like yeah. oh my god this it's is so amazing. good yeah. Yeah. yeah it's so good have there been albums that like have been overhyped to you uh, but then like when you listen to it I was like I don't fucking get it I really don't get it. what was like what is that an out al- what album was that for you yeah. guys most records <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I can definitely <laughs> see that like a lot of I try to not listen to like critics before I listen to an album like um, it's really I, hard not to. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is really hard not to. I don't really go on Pitchfork that much. Same. Yeah, like um, there are some people who loved the new LCD sound system album. Uh huh. Yeah, to me, it was like, uh, like. Oh, I could not be more bored with uh, that. It yeah. just sounds like he's out of ideas. <sighs> yeah, it really is. Like it was like, I was listening mm. to this. I was like, eh, okay, this is okay. Like tonight's a kind of a good song, but like when you compare that to like. This is all happening in Sound of Silver and their first album. I was like, yeah, this is just kind of yeah. like, yeah. you're really just like, I don't know. You ended like the group on such a high note. That was a classic record. Three records would have been an amazing legacy for that band. Yeah. But then he was kind of like, they released a Christmas song that was all right. And they were like, you know, we're going to just do it again. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Like, you know, <laughs> we kind of want people to stick to their guns. Uh, yeah. But. Man, it doesn't that doesn't happen much in the internet age. It's just everything's like kind of a back and forth like that. Yeah, people and are just like, just make another record, dude. Yeah, I miss you. it's like you listen to the internet too much, and yeah. it's not really working out. It's not a great thing. Like that's like what I feel like hype does. Like the hype beast thing, whatever you want to call it, is like a real, very real thing. Where yeah. if something is like too hyped, it like kind of makes me dubious of it. Like I can't yeah. trust it. 
I'm not sure if I really want to like check it out. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because there's even been records I can mention like uh, that first Haim album that came out. Like, oh yeah, I actually love that album. Well, <laughs> I love it too. But when it came out, I was like, I thought it was like so overhyped, and yeah. it was like very much of that era of like internet R&B pop mm-hmm. crossover, you yeah. know. And I just like, and I loved that song Falling when it came out. Then yeah. it was like a year later the record came out, and like somehow in that year, like it was just like perfect timing for that yeah but also <laughs> the hype was so big i was like i don't want anything to do with this album at yeah. all and i didn't even listen to it until like two months ago oh really yeah <laughs> it's in my car now but oh. like and i love it yeah but oh it's so great yeah it took me a long mm. time really yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was like right around similar story like right around the same time as like that churches blew up yeah oh yeah uh, oh, like oh, tw- yeah. 2013 and Dude, it was it was so of its time. It was like yeah. uh, a woman fronted trio with two guys playing keyboards. Yeah, and it was a band, but it was two keys and a, and a vocalist. Yeah, and that was like a model to go toward for bands, and it was all electronics. Don't, don't forget about the name having a V in it. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget it. Yeah, about a weird, you know, the unorthodox spelling. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And you know, it was people were behind it. Uh, you know, the lead singer was a college-educated journalist, you oh, know, really? who was, huh. yeah, you know, they're from Scotland. They had everything going in their favor. Yeah. And they put out a record, and people just loved it. They were massive, and I was like, dude, like, whatever, like, <laughs> give me, like, punk rock. With, like, yeah. you know, but th- again, that's my... That's your th- view, yeah. That That's my, you know, naive narrow-minded way of thinking but then they put out (laughs) they put out another record probably two years later and even the drop between them was people like oh that band was like from two years ago and they put out only one record they were so big when they came out and i wasn't behind it really then i got it i got the record because of of how well it was like critically acclaimed and that i had friends who were into it and i was like super about it and then They put out another record where there was no progression in sound, and oh. I have not heard anything of them since. And I think that's like such a prime example of how buzz in the internet can be horrible for a band. I mean, for yeah. them, for them, it was partly detrimental. Yeah. Also, it didn't help that they didn't make a second record that it like expanded on what they had done yeah. previously. I haven't listened to it. Yet. Is that called like Eyes Wide Open? I don't even know yeah. what the second. Yeah, I don't even called. know what it's called. It yeah, yeah, it's just. The second church's album. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's well, to, yeah. to, dude, you you said it all. Yeah. You know, you don't even know at that point. You're just like, yeah. oh, that band who was big, big just put out another record. You know, it's yeah, like, that's like some it's some uh, dangerous territory because you got to like kind of constantly stay relevant. But I think we've reached this point where like mass relevancy is like a commodity that is being sold, like too often to the point where like a band had like that had they had two years to have their legs and like not even like a bad group and did really well yeah fell apart and um you know i think like if we look at music and like personalities behind music because that's like a huge thing is why people love bands and yeah stuff. they love the performance aspect <coughs> of it yeah um like way back and like just thinking like a band from like the 60s or the 70s even up to like the 90s there was like an element of mystery to all of these groups you yeah. know you didn't know everything about them they didn't have twitter yeah. they didn't have like a constantly integrated like social media platform with which that's to what made reach them people. cool yeah. yeah that's what like people didn't know everything about them so they weren't constantly like um like available uh, like evaluating them you know yeah yeah, I just got done reading um, uh, Elvis Costello's autobiography. Oh, mm-hmm. what what's that called? Um, uh, shit, <laughs> I forget the name. Yeah. Um, is it a di- is it a disappearing disappearing? Um, it's um something music and disappearing. Ink. I just bought that like a couple months ago. It's pretty good. Uh, it's get, pre- get to get prepared to hear a lot of stories about his dad. That's yeah? all I'm gonna say. He talks a lot about his dad. I'm like a hundred and. F- 50 pages into it. Oh, yeah. So you're which like is you only like a fourth of the way through. Yeah, it's a long book. I'm like enthralled by it. We went on tour and I put it down. And I haven't found time to pick it, <laughs> that's pick pretty, it back up. That's but pretty fantastic because it's like such a huge book and like yeah. you 
never knew any of this stuff about Elvis Costello for his whole life. Yeah, yeah. and, and that was a cool thing to learn. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And like, um, kind of reminds me of a story he told in it. It was uh, the uh, SNL story when he was on there, and I think he was supposed to, he played the first song, then he was supposed to play um, "Less Than Zero. Then he went to yeah. the band. He's like, no, no, I don't see any reason to perform this song tonight. It was, it was Radio Radio. Yeah, Radio Radio. Yeah. Yeah. And he got he got banned from the show. Yeah. But then like as like years went on, still a lot of people didn't know who he was. So that kind of like it seems like related to what you were talking about because like you know that was before like social media. So it was before like you could get all these like pop up clickbait articles like did you see that singer on SNL? Dude, yeah. Make that big mistake. It's like no. every. It's like yeah. literally like. Uh, Every day, there's something new to get your attention, yeah. to divert you, and I think people—that's the world we live in now, dude. Yeah. It's it's weird because like I think for those people that are the subjects of these clickbait articles yeah. or videos, I think it seems for a little bit of time that like oh, it's like we're getting some sort of like people are paying attention to us, yeah, you know. <laughs> but at like what cost? For like maybe like as long as their attention span is, yeah, and then they'll just move on to the next thing, you know. It's not really like. I think that's like a weird way that people get their information proliferated out to them nowadays. And it's a very uh, like touch and go way. People can't like contextualize anything anymore. People don't like like to think. They just like to go like, "Uh, I read it. Yeah, present me content. Yeah. And then we'll roll with it. I was just talking to Alex Duez uh, on the phone before I uh, came here. Nice. And he like told me like some guy like at his job came up to him and went like, hey, dude, uh, you know, did you hear that Lars Lars Ulrich is uh, uh, kicked out of Metallica? He's like, really? He's like, like, where'd you hear that? He's like, Twitter. And he was like, <laughs> dude, anybody could write that. Like, I was like, yeah, I was like, probably like a guy with a stupid name like Captain Fart Penis. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wrote like, oh, Lars Ulrich, quit Metallica. Yeah, it's just fact. Know. Yeah. So, like, I'm really like careful, like, where I get my information, especially like with music, because now I'm like actually like, like reading up on bands that I like. Yeah, because like for like the longest time, I would just be like, oh, yeah, I like it. But then like I would like talk to you guys or like other big music fans, and they'd be like, oh yeah, the reason they did this song was because of this, and he was very the singer was very much like this, and I was like, oh yeah, I like the bass. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just I completely agree with you. It's just it's very hard to like get like really like precise, good, well informed information in this day and age. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's difficult almost, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, what's the solution? I don't think there is. I have one. no <laughs> idea. I don't know. I don't have the time. Actually, I do have exactly. a lot. Exactly. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have time. Uh, no one wants to like meet up and go like, "Hey, do you want to grab a coffee and think of a solution?" <laughs> <laughs> like, no, fuck no. <laughs> like, I gotta take a nap. Yeah. Who wants to take <laughs> on the internet today? Yeah, uh, <laughs> just people are just so lazy now these days. Just like. You're like, oh, you want to like fight, man? You want to like fight the patriarchy? Like, uh, like uh, I worked yesterday. And it's a Saturday. Can I like, <laughs> s- can I like sleep in? All right, well, weekends are like a different story, I'm, man. I'm free between <laughs> five and six to fight the patriarchy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but now I'm I'm gonna go see a movie. <laughs> like seven, it's gonna uh, be yeah. such a great movie. <laughs> Yeah, also it's all about the patriarchy. Just, <laughs> just, just to set the record straight between two people who own the book, it's unfaithful songs and disappearing. Yeah, I'm unfaithful glad you clarified that. Yeah. yeah, it's a good book. It is really good. Yeah, I, I recently, I uh, got into Elvis Costello this year. He's like one of my favorite artists. Now. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. awesome. He is he awesome. Is awesome. Uh, like, um, I got to see him open for the Police. Oh, really? Probably like ten years ago. Oh, that is awesome, dude! It was one of the best shows ever. It was so good. Were the police good? They were amazing. Oh. They were so, so good. It was great. I was, I think I was in eighth grade when I saw that show. And my Did you parents, go with Cameron? Or? I, it was a family affair. Oh, nice. <laughs> and we went. It was like the police like big reunion tour. Like oh, It was yeah, their I first time that. out in a long time. Yeah. And Elvis Costello was opening the show. Yeah. It was just so fantastic. Well, that was yeah. really cool. Yeah, great night. lucky guy. Damn. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I just got started getting into him in the past year as well. Yeah. So got What's uh, one of your favorite s- albums by him? Um, well, it all started because my friend Dane, who actually helped us record, or our friend Dane, helped record the uh, Mock Pop album. Oh, sweet. Um, 
He just gave me a copy of an Imperial Bedroom. Actually, like, basically between him and Evan, I've been getting all my Elvis Costello music because they just keep giving me Elvis Costello <laughs> albums. <laughs> oh, I guess that's they, awesome. I, I guess. Wish I could get free Elvis Costello albums. I know. Yeah. I'm pretty fortunate. Yeah. Yeah. I got a copy of Armed Forces and Imperial Bedroom from Dane, and they're Whoa. like, man, they're, I mean, Imperial they're definitely Bedroom's my two really favorites. Good. Yeah. I used to listen to this year's model when I was uh, younger. Yeah. Um, that was my, that's, that's from my album. pops. Yeah. Yeah. Trust is one of my favorites. Ah, yeah. See, I had a copy of Trust on CD, and I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, but that was really one of the first ones I got too. I still yeah. haven't listened to it. But yeah, that was the album they yeah. recorded when they were all like drug addicts. It was like that's a very coked up record. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't look too <laughs> favorably back on that. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's no. not. He's not too fond of that. I think yeah. that was around the same time, like uh, Ringo Starr and like Paul McCartney were like I think like Paul McCartney was recording Tug of War uh-huh. and like the studio next to him. So they, he would like bump into like Paul and Linda all the time there. Yeah, like, that was really cool. And I think like around that time, uh, Ringo Starr asked him to record his album, like record a couple songs. And he was mm-hmm. like, and he even said in the book, he was like, "Oh, yeah, I was way too shy. I was way too anxious and nervous still then in my career to be like, yeah, sure, I can record a Beatles album. I record. Wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. That was really That's cool. That's crazy. Yeah, and he's recorded like uh, the specials album. I think he recorded the first specials album too. Mm-hmm. That was the only specials album I listened to. I I could like you know, it's <laughs> interesting that a guy like him, he's like with all that success, is still like a little humble in some in some yeah. way and shy because like these are like his idols. It makes sense that he would like record like a specials album because that's like more like a peer or even I'm not I'm not sure what the age differences maybe just a band that's like from the lineage of yeah. his own band you know that you could like see like the uh the tie there i think that's pretty pretty yeah, cool that's really cool yeah 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 but all right hold on back on honey though yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah back, back on really you guys. diverge yeah yeah we went into a couple of different yeah, talking tangents. about music <laughs> yeah yeah um like uh you guys uh how long was your tour your recent tour like is it was it like a week or how long was it uh, we've done a lot of different stints o- since the record has come out and yeah. o- over the year. Mm-hmm. This year, we've played about 50 shows. Really? Like, where'd you guys... You, did you guys go to New York? We, we played did. New York. Yeah. New York played really? Yeah. New York, Jersey, Philly. We played D.C., Baltimore. Boston. We played uh, oh. this year, we, um, you know, Columbus, Cleveland, Wheeling. Uh, wow. We... That is really cool. I don't even remember all of these. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do. Just <laughs> <laughs> you just uh, decide not we to. Played <laughs> the, we played Detroit. We played wow. Saginaw, Michigan, which was a really fun show. Oh, cool. Never that even was, heard of Saginaw. Yeah, cool. We got we played in Saginaw, Michigan, on a Sunday night, and um, right next to the venue, we played at this cool little place called Counterculture, and then where right is that at? Saginaw. It's about um, an hour. It's about ninety minutes out, even further w- west than Detroit. Okay. Yeah, like north. Yeah, like northwest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like northwest of Detroit. Mm-hmm. So, like, we we went through Detroit to get to Saginaw, and yeah. we went to this place, one of the best bars I've ever been to, Ye Old Scottish Inn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was cool about it? What, what, what's cool about this place? Well, we were the only people in there. <laughs> the cool. well whiskey was really cheap, oh, and yeah. it was just a great vibe. Yeah. And uh, we had just a really memorable show that night. We played with some really cool... Local bands from Great Michigan. Act. That is a good feeling, yeah. though. Nathan K. Shout out, especially to our boy Nathan, Nathan K. K and his band. Is he a solo artist or is he? In a band? He, he he's like a singer songwriter with a band. Oh, cool! But yeah. he is one of the most entertaining men on a microphone you'll ever ever encounter. <laughs> For sure, yeah. We we played. Uh, yeah, I think I think one of our favorite things about touring is seeing bands that like we just didn't know existed you know yeah, we, we really get cool. we get Absolutely. really fortunate to we played earlier this year we played with this awesome band from new jersey called spouter who was oh. awesome <laughs> well, that sounds like a punk band they were a punk band oh nice. yeah <laughs> i like that name spouter we played with and it's great because then when we we get to play with these Bands on the road, and then when they come through Pittsburgh, we try and host them at our house as much as possible. That's awesome. Like the like when they come to play a show at Pittsburgh, you have them stay at your house. Yeah, we do. Oh. And then we so that's so nice. You know, as you know, it's kind of it's a very humbling thing to tour because 
like these people will set up these great shows for for you yeah when they don't even know you (laughs) and then you know you just try and pay it for like yeah like how do you like how does that happen when you go like do shows in like detroit new york cleveland like how do how do they like get in contact with you dude it's (laughs) like how does that happen like because you you, we were talking before you two got here Mm -hmm. like he's the booker yeah that's totally evan's realm yeah 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 he's got a great (laughs) grasp of the internet the internet speaking of the internet it's (laughs) great a lot of things (laughs) i book no it um honestly it's a lot of (laughs) (laughs) you 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 have the two anarchist uh, anti-internet dudes Hey, yeah. all, I got to text Joe and Pat the dates were going on the road. They they send me a thumbs up emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I was like, guys, we're we're going on the road for two weeks. I got a thumbs up from Pat. I get a, I get a thumbs up from Joe, and I confirm with all the people yeah. in the other places. Oh. I'm like, we're good to go. Yeah, if hilarious. we were in high school in 2007, it would have been thumbs up emojis. Like, do you want to play in a band together? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thumbs up. Oh yeah, yeah. Or an awesome. That's really chill. It's like, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna make a wild prediction. What if you guys like play like a big place like the Fillmore or Madison Square Garden uh-huh. or um, um the well, nine or the nine thirty club or uh, dream like, dream places? Or like in your booking it, would you guys still be like boop thumbs up? Or I mean that that <laughs> might require two thumbs up. <laughs> two. Yeah. Also, one <laughs> of those start. venues you just mentioned is significantly bigger than the other two. <laughs> we ever... Uh, <laughs> MSG, holy <laughs> shit, we flew up. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to run out of data with all of the emojis I'm sending. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me, uh, Joe, this is your cell phone provider. You reached your thumbs up limit. It's Yeah. <laughs> Do you but know that I'm in a band, lady? <laughs> <laughs> You ever hear of MSG? <laughs> the, the that's menu. <laughs> that's short for message on our cell phones. No, Madison Square Garden. But uh, uh, I didn't you guys play a show at Stage AE? We or did. Yeah, we with opened who? Up for uh, Wolf Alice. I've heard of that awesome. band. Are they an indie band or? Dude, they're one of the best rock bands in really? the world right now. I think so. I think oh, they're okay. incredible. I I have t- to check them out. Put them on my list. They're, my they're super f- long list. You should. They're, they're from good. London. They're, they're from North the Pond. Good. They're from North London. Across the pond. Yes. All right. They um. Across the pond there. Did you hang out with them? Did you like? They were incredibly sweet. Yeah. Very, yeah. Very personal. Very very nice. They we loaded into the venue and they all approached us. Really? Yeah. Like they were not standoffish at all. They bought our merch. They watched our entire set from the back. Wow. We're very complimentary. Wait, did you like? It's only that room in Stage AE, right? There's no like separate room. It was uh, we called the club. club. We played the club, which is the back room. So it's like a 500 cap. So it's like it's like you know where they have um the merch the merch stand usually during the big shows at like that elevated level. That's oh. like the stage near the bar that oh, they okay. have back there. They yeah. flipped that, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. It was, it was, but that's still you got to play with a big rock band. Oh, it was awesome, yeah, dude. It was awesome. Was, a great it was, night. it was the one of the weirdest things because like we've never played a show before where they opened the doors and people were just like running in to get to the front, yeah. and we were like we were standing at the merch booth when they opened the doors, <laughs> and we're like whoa like yeah, a sure. lot of people are running in to be up front and then yeah. it was amazing because by the time we played there were still like three four hundred kids up front like really? who were and it was great it was one of the funnest shows we've you ever got played. a good response like you, we the, did oh, we yeah. we lo- oh, our bands are very compatible which was nice yeah. so they they were doing a, a short they put out a record in september okay so essentially what they were doing was you know what a lot of bands do is before a record comes out, they yeah. do like a quick run of shows to just kind of test run the songs before they do like a big tour yeah. when the record comes out. So they did like two weeks in the U.S. And for every date, they had a, a local opener play. So you could submit your band. Really? Uh, and oh. I, they were like one of my favorite bands even before we got to play. So I like immediately hopped on that yeah. and i told joe and pat i was like guys like keep this date out like <laughs> we're please. gonna perform i was like show, i was yeah. like i'm like fingers crossed fingers crossed and it was perfect timing fingers cross emojis finger cross <laughs> fingers <emojis>. yeah <laughs> well our it was dude it couldn't have been better timing because our record came out literally two weeks before that show yeah uh we played our record release show at spirit the night it came out and 
that was also one of the best shows we ever played. So we played like two of the best shows in a two week span that we've ever yeah. played. And they were, uh, they were just awesome people. That's cool. It was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Another question I have in mind, because like you guys tour a lot, and I've seen like uh, the video. I follow you guys on Instagram. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm so <laughs> sorry. Good, <laughs> good call. <laughs> oh, I'm such a nerd. Uh, yeah, you I've seen like the videos band. of like you guys like hanging out. Like, uh, what's like, uh, what do you guys do after a show? What does Honey do after a show? What's like the well whiskey. Well, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it depends on whether it's a venue or it's a house show. Yeah. It depends on if everything went great. <laughs> who we know. That's true. Yeah, like, it's yeah. like, like, it's kind of like, it's just a combination of. Yeah. Things. Honestly, usually I try and duck outside as fast as I possibly yeah. can and smoke a cigarette. Oh, I yeah. just like, <laughs> it's just like yeah. an excuse to like calm get down. Because, like, honestly, it's a lot of energy you're just like throwing out there in yeah. front of people, friends, strangers, whatever. Yeah. Like the first thing I, I want to do, I don't want to like just walk up to people and be like, all like, oh, you know, buddy, buddy and stuff, you know, yeah. cause like, never, it, it's just no. like, yeah. you're like in a weird different headspace. You need some time. You just to, got like, done performing a show. Oh, so. I, yeah. I hate talking to people after shows. I, I really? actually, I absolutely loathe it. I, ch- I really try. So it's different. Mm-hmm. If we are like the first band to play on a bill where I think all three of us are much more apt to hanging out and Absolutely. doing everything. Yeah. But when we are on late in the night or it's our show and the pressure's on, it's like, no, don't please leave us alone for a while. And it, yeah. I think I I personally feel bad. It can it can come off as like standoffish and yeah. kind of douchey, but it's it's not that. It's actually like I exerted a lot of energy. I'm anxious. I don't know how the show was yeah, objectively. Yeah. Like I I don't want to interact with people. Yeah. And I think it's funny because like some nights, two of us will have thought the show went great. One of us didn't because like one of us personally had a bad show. So one of yeah. us, you know. It it's very, it very, it happens in all very, art forms. Yeah. very yeah. rarely is there like, and it's not, I think that any band can vouch for this is yeah. I think very rarely is there absolute continuity regarding the consensus of a show. Like yeah. maybe Pat's sound and his monitor was horrible and he thought the set fucking sucked and it was great for me. Yeah. You know, like it, for every person on stage, it's a, it's a different it's feel, different. Yeah. you yeah. know? How does that uh, feel for you when you're doing your, your comedy stuff, actually? I, I'm interested in that. Um, th- there are times where, like, uh, I've been down after shows. Like, yeah. Especially, like, when you, like, um, I don't, I'm not as anxious as when I first started, like, two years ago. There'd be, like, times where, like, I would just be, like, 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 try something weird. And there's been times where I've done that and people just go, nope. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like yeah. You, just yeah. see, you just see people yeah. in the audience like cross their arms. You're like, nah, Dude. nah, that's not funny. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> yeah. Hap- that's same thing. That's happened, yeah. happened, happens to to us too. I've yeah. I've done shit where I've been like, oh, <laughs> like like did like a little uh, like you tried a flourish, something tried something out. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, mm, you already don't know if that was a great thing to do. And then yeah, yeah. absolutely, it's weird. Yeah. It's like uh, it's kind of like. Uh, strangely testing shit out in, in front of uh, yeah. an audience of people. That's which the is same like, thing with uh, comedy. Hey, yeah. it's, it's ballsy. Absolutely. Because yeah, like yeah, you're basically yeah. just like... I'm going for you're it. You're just going for it yeah. without any idea of how it's going to turn out. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that's like yeah. every night that you do like a performance on a stage. Like, oh, it never yeah, changes. Little, there's always yeah. an element of risk, you know? Yeah. No and I, I like doing that too. Like um, the one time where I got no response from the audience was... Uh, the first team I was on was a musical improv team. I quit in my last show with them. We were doing a scene where, like, me and this woman were like fairies, and then like it was Don- <laughs> it was Donald it was Donald Trump disguised as a fairy, and like Whoa. the woman was like, because I called her Donald Trump because she sounded greedy. Uh-huh. And I was like, I think that's Donald Trump, and she was like, All right, impress me with your business idea. And like the first one went up, so I had time to think of my idea. I was like, Oh, well, Donald Trump's a very greedy, selfish person, so I'll just tag on to that and i know like, he's not uh, he's a man of the people yes <laughs> <laughs> he cares about everybody man before we go on another yeah, tangent yeah 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 that's not good let's not dive into there sorry yeah someone will listen to this podcast you're like yeah you were saying it and i was thinking it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like oh fuck it was my worst nightmare yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, but uh, I just remember, like, I, it was my turn to go up. It was, like, the whole scene was, like, we, we're 
me and this woman were giving Donald Trump business ideas. So I went up and I was like, I hate most majorities of people. <laughs> <laughs> and like, the whole time I was doing that, the people in the audience had their arms crossed and That's they were just staring at me. Kind of and amazing. I was, like, but I still had to keep performing. And in my head, I was like, Oh fuck, uh, no one's liking this. No one's digging it. But like, I perform here except for this week, uh, every Thursday. And there's been shows where I just go like, Yeah, I was in. I was. I'm, I jumped in way too much, didn't give people enough space, or like um, an idea I had just made no sense to the story. Like, I think our second show with this team, <laughs> Jaden, who's really funny, was like this kid, and he was like on his knees, like crying. And I just went up to him and was like, Did you shit your pants? <laughs> 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 no one thought that was funny. I didn't get that response. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't you, need a, you need to populate your audience with people like yeah. us. Like, yeah. Like yeah. Come to shows. Uh, it's free if yeah. you don't want to. Yeah, it's free. Eight o'clock Thursday. Sorry, that's, that's basically my sense of humor. Yeah, too, yeah. Which, that's my sense of humor. Which is why I don't perform on stage. <laughs> yeah, that's, that. that's no, my go to sense of humor. But uh, no one laughed. And like, I just remember like Jaden was like, he played along because the whole part of improv, you're supposed to agree with the reality that's given to you. Uh-huh. So he was like, no. <laughs> and like I went up to like Nally, my other teammate, and I was like, I think he shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> like no one thought that no one thought that was funny. Like I need you guys in the audience. Yeah. I was well, like, well fuck those people. That's gold. <laughs> <laughs> Did they all just shit their pants before they got there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sensitive subject, man. Yeah. Sensitive wish, subject for the audience. I wish what? someone would have came up to me and said, dude, I shit my pants before I came. Yeah. Not what, cool, what dude. Kind of per- <laughs> What kind of pretentious Thursday crowd do you yeah. have here? Holy hell. Yeah. It's like, uh, I don't think poop jokes are funny. All right. <laughs> I read the New York Times. Oh, yeah. I'm you very. You don't see any sketchological humor in the New York Times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. They, uh, we all don't uh, laugh about poopy. We laugh about, <laughs> we laugh about the stocks and taxes and how that makes us feel. Mm. Oh, no, it's a horrible feeling. It's yeah. a horrible feeling to like be good at something or, you know, yeah. and then just no reaction. I think yeah. that something is great. Yeah. Oh, in my just. head, where I was just gonna, like, I'm just going to go say this. But there's been times where I've said something completely fucking weird, and it's gotten a laugh. Like, in our last set, um, <laughs> I was Michael Phelps working at a mall. <laughs> and, like, this is uh, a great setup. Yeah. And I, 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 How I, did we even get there? Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and it was like, in the scene, it was like the last scene. I like went up to my teammate, Alicia, because uh, the character she was playing was uh, the manager of a shoe store. And I was like nervous, Michael Phelps, because I wasn't an Olympic athlete anymore. I was like, uh, uh-huh. "Do you want to go out on a date?" I, uh, I was really nervous. And then like, uh, it cut to our wedding, and like uh, the other guy, Will, on our team was a guy who was obsessed with shoes, uh-huh. and he like his character eated mixed nuts out of his shoe. So he was like, uh, he was our best man at the wedding. And after we w- read our vows, he was like, "Does the best man have the rings?" And he just gave me and Alicia his shoes. And so I put his shoe on my hand, <laughs> and we like clapped with our his shoes. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I do stupid stuff like that. Sometimes it works. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it makes me laugh when it doesn't work. When the yeah. whole audience is like, nope, no, I, don't, I'm not, I don't like it. Yeah, there, there's humor in yeah. it not working, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, I don't want to make this all about me, but there's another memory in my head where I said something really God, funny. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lame. Just kidding. Yeah. Making me shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, please tell me one more. Uh, gonna, well, <laughs> this is really bad. Um, <laughs> well, I was on a student short form team. It was like student short form te- uh, student teams are like um, people who are not ready to be like full on house teams. Uh-huh. So uh, on this team, it was short form. And there's this game called World's Worst. We all like stand in a line and you ask for like a job and you give the world's worst version of that job. Mm-hmm. But our team like made it more interesting. We would ask for like objects or um, animals. And I loved that because that was just me to like go on a weird like spree of stupid stuff. Like I remember one time in practice, we got panda and I was just a sexist panda. I was like, <laughs> world's worst panda. And I went up and I was like, women should get paid less than men. <laughs> That's a terrible panda, right? And our last show... <laughs> We did that, and we got the suggestion of we, because we asked for a thing. Oh, God. Uh, this is so bad. I like I went up as, share? as a we, and I said, I think there should still be segregated bathrooms. Oh, oh man. yeah. And no 
one left. And I had to like do that awkward turnaround and be like, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry about that. I feel like that's the moment where when it doesn't land, that's the best part. Yeah. You like you like walk away. That's yeah. the funniest Yeah. Kind of you like, just have to like stand there and go like, yeah, fuck me. All right. You know, I no, just had to walk. That's some like, great like yeah. fucking stuff. When your brain instantly tells your body <laughs> that that was bad and you need to just walk away. Yeah. That's uh, the best. <laughs> it's like a biological response yeah. like that. Shit. Yeah, but I've never gotten like mad after a show. Have you guys like actually like gotten mad? Like, oh fuck, <laughs> my guitar wasn't in tune, or my bass. Yeah. Or oh, definitely, yes. a oh, lot. Really? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. was it like? Did it ever happen? Like where like one of you was like, that show was awesome, and like fuck you, it was awesome. That sucked, yes. dude. All, all the time. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. Not, not all not the time. time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, no. I'm <laughs> just saying. All the time. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying it's happened. It's, <laughs> it's happened. It's happened more than this once. This is happening you know? right now. <laughs> yeah. This is literally happening right now. <laughs> no, it, it it's happened yeah. more than once. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, there are there are yeah. growing pains to everything. Yeah. Yeah. But there are like a lot. Of course, there are a lot of times where like you've got off stage and went like, "God, that show was awesome." Yeah, oh, definitely. Like yeah. the Wolf Alice show, probably. You got we felt yeah. awesome after yeah. that show. Yeah, that is awesome though. Because like yeah. I feel like uh, I was really nervous. I think we really? were. I think we were. We had our own green room at Stage AE. Oh. Yeah. And we so we like sound checked, and then they're like, "All right, you go in in two hours." So we had two hours of twiddling <laughs> our thumbs. Uh, that's too and much then time. It's yeah, way too. too it's way, way too. too much time. Uh, and then when the doors yeah. opened, and like there was actually a crowd, like yeah. right after the doors opened, I was like, "Fuck, Fuck. <laughs> you can't cancel." No. Yeah, two hours is way too long. Yeah, uh, that, that would just drive me. They nuts. didn't even have like the basketball hoops. They just had a basketball hoop like knocked over in the parking lot. <laughs> And if you like want to pick it, it up in pieces, so you couldn't even just like take your mind off. <laughs> yeah. Basketball hoop life. we performed that night. <laughs> oh so no! Instead of honey, we have our basketball hoop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think now I, we've really gotten to a po- up, gotten to a point now where when we leave stage, most of the time it's like that was really good. That was good. Yeah, yeah. we you, practice twice a week, so like it's yeah, it's you, kind you, of hard to like really fuck up now yeah because you're consistent you it's always twice a week and it is Most, yeah. yeah yeah how how many is does the hours vary or is it like mondays are definitely longer than wednesdays yeah yeah it's something to it it's something about mondays just being like a more i guess it's the fresherness freshness yeah. five days apart yeah. Yeah, yeah just it just it definitely always feels a little bit more productive to me wednesday yeah. is just like the it's like the follow-up yeah, yeah. yeah, just like get we didn't do this on Monday. Let's try it out on Wednesday. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, get like a better cohesive take. Do you, like do you guys just like? Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's all right. Yeah. I was gonna say nothing. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I want to hear your. <laughs> no, it's just like a more streamlined effort. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. We usually like make a plan for Wednesday, whereas Monday we just pop in. Pop in. Yeah. Like yeah, very Monday is very spontaneous. Yeah. Oh really? There's you have never, like no plan. Things? There's never a plan for Monday. Do you so guys just like pick random songs of yours just to go over, just to like you know? Keep it fresh in your mind. Definitely. Like, yeah. Do you guys yeah. go like, hey, is it like really casual? Like, hey, do you just want to try out Quiver? And like, uh, is it like that or? Well, we've tried to do that uh, with varying levels of success, depending on how well we can all remember how to play yeah. these songs. Um, but you gotta like, think about like bands who are like really old now, like trying oh, to remember yeah. songs they like because they uh, like they play yeah. the they play the hits. I I've Fuck. heard this great story about Stephen Tyler like like doing something uh, very pedestrian. <laughs> like going to, she's like shopping with like one of the his band members, like Joe Perry or something. Yeah. And the song comes on the radio wherever they're at. Yeah. He's like, "Man, this song is like really good. Like, we should like cover this." Yeah. And Joe Perry's like, "This is our song." <laughs> <laughs> Another band I want to give a shot to because, like, I've only heard like those big hit songs they play on the radio. Dude, Aerosmith is so good. Really? Like, I've Toys in the Attic is a great album. Yeah, I've heard, the, I've heard the song. Rocks. Rocks is a great place to start as well. Really? Yeah. yeah I heard that one's really good. I, I've heard the song Toys in the Attic, which is really good. I like a lot of the other songs it that is. no one's ever talks about, like, uh, um, uh, say, uh, same, uh, 
crap. Same last song and dance. Same last song and dance. My friend. Guitar Hero. Oh, yeah, that song's on Guitar Hero. My dad's third favorite band is Aerosmith. So I grew up with a lot of Aerosmith. Yeah, what are those first two? Yeah, what's two? I know one's Kiss. Kiss I know your dad's a big Kiss fan. Wait, can I guess? Registered Kiss Army member. Can I guess? Dude, is number two the police? No. Hmm. Uh, poison. No. Uh, uh, I mean, that was like kind of a weird long shot. Um, <laughs> you definitely like, know it. It's not gonna be like the Beatles or something. It's cheap trick. Oh, oh my god! Fuck. Of course, yes. Cheap Trick. Wow. Dude, my dad's like the second band favorite ever. band is Cheap Trick, and wow. third is Aerosmith. My dad has always. This is so weird. Man, I feel like I he's like never changed Ed. his mind. My dad's like thing is he's like I have four favorite bands, and it's Kiss in order every time. Never changes. Kiss, Cheap Trick, Aerosmith, and Van Halen. Those are wow. Those I are respect s- the hell out of that. Th- those are my yeah. dad's four favorite bands. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not hesitant to get into Kiss. I'll try Aerosmith, Van Halen. I don't know. No, <laughs> Kiss rules. Really? Yeah. Is it, is it, I like this work. Thing <laughs> <is there>. <laughs> wrong. Very. <laughs> Come on, dude. Don't write you them off. Wrong. Okay, I'll tr- you I'll are wrong. You are wrong, sir. Great pop band. I'll Great g- pop I'll give, band. I'll give him a shot. I'll, I'll give him a shot. I'll give him a shot. Another thing I want to ask. This is going to be like a basic interviewee type of question for a band, but I wanted to ask it anyway because uh, I remember the, the, the random times I would hang out with you, Joe. I would always ask you this. Or mm-hmm. like, I'm so behind on new music. Is there any like good new albums out there? I've only heard a few. Like, what is there, like oh. the new albums out there? You That's guys hilarious because like? um depends on who you ask. I certainly I don't even know how well I keep up with music. Yeah, my new I, albums are like older albums. Yeah, I've, same like, here. Like, I'm getting into older albums too. Yeah, like I just listened to the first of Montreal album, Cherry Peel. It's so good. It was really I good. I love that album. Yeah. yeah. I actually been thinking about listening to that again recently. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, like I'm I'm like I'm the same. Like all the new music I listen to is old. There's still like some like I really dug new Mac DeMarco, mm-hmm. Father John Misty. Mm-hmm. I did dig the new Spoon. It was a little more like dancey. Dance oh, the pump. new the new Spoon is fantastic. Yeah, that's I the one I would put up there from like front to is back. The Hot Thoughts album. Yeah, Hot yeah. Thoughts. It was really good. I saw them uh, on my birthday. Wow. Oh, yeah. oh summer were, Pat you and I were yeah, there. Yeah, you at the show. Tight. Yeah. The new pornographers. Yeah. That was the first time I ever really listened to like new pornographers. They were really good. They yeah, were awesome. That show was great. That that Wait, that you up. were there? I, yeah. I just said Pat and I were there. Oh, yeah, we were yeah, there. It was yeah. awesome. Really? Yeah. Oh, so much fun. Oh, that's yeah. A, that's Spoon killed. Yeah. That's Pat did not mi- Pat did not get to see the new pornographers. Very foolish. Oh, dang. Yeah. Oh, I what? Was, were you late? Or? No, I was just at Southern Tier drinking beer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> cool, Ryan. Just getting hammered. But I was <laughs> listening to that album that well, I forget what it's called. The new record. White Out Conditions. Yeah. It's a really good record. It's a good record. I'll yeah. check it out. I, I listened to their first two albums. I really liked uh, Electric Version. I think that's the name of the is that the yeah. name of the album? That's um the one with yeah, the that's monkey. A song. I think I know which album you're talking about. Yeah. I think it might be called that. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to it a long time ago, but I thought it was really good. I don't know, like what's like new albums you guys are into? Like new music. Well, I mean, any socialites by always is yes. an amazing yeah. record. Really, it came Absolutely. out came yeah. out this year. That is such a good album. Okay, yeah. Song of the that Summer was in Undertow for sure. Like nice. that record's great. Uh, that that new Wolf Alice record is also amazing. I'll, j- I'll have to check them out. I've never listened to them. I don't it's know. called It's called Visions of a Life. It's very good. Okay. It's very dynamic. You All know, right. have to check a it lot out. of different stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I mean. Uh, you know, say what you will about them, but I was like all in on that new brand new record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to bring it up because it's a very sad thing. But it, I, yeah, it's, are you it's are you you're a big up. brand new fan? Well, I, was, I'll, yeah. I'll never deny how like important they were. You know, hey, hey, same thing. One of my heroes just came out as a creepy masturbator. So yeah. Yeah, yep. it, it's a yeah. Su- it's a sucky feeling. It really yeah. does. It is sucks. Right? Yeah. like all these stories are horrible, but yeah. like when it's like someone you actually like look up to. Like when I read. We all know who I'm talking about. Louis C.K.'s statement. I was like, "Fuck." You just like can't give them any empathy. Yeah, you know? you're like, yeah, uh, I, sympathy. I looked like up to you, man. Me. But like, you're a big brand new fan. That was probably sucky to hear. <laughs> like, dude, it, it's just it's so horrible. Yeah, yeah. You, it, and it's not. It's did you not deny s- it at first? Did you go like, uh, no, did, no, you believe not it? at all. You know, yeah. you you can't can't deny you it. can't be that guy who's like no i i love this band there, there's no way that's real yeah they're good guys no yeah no it's like no. that shit happened dude and you f- 
fucked up a lot of people's lives and yeah like that's exactly what i was going you can't you can't like there's really no it is like i'm sorry it's kind of for i we've talked about it ad nauseum but it's it's a pretty black and white thing it's like yeah it's like can you separate it dude you well the art dude here's the thing that's you like i I was just saying i'm never gonna for our you know, Daisy was one of the reasons we started the band. Like it was, it was, I mean, like that record came out months before we started the band. A lot of people talk about that album. Like a lot of people love brand new. That's always one of the bands I hear that people bring up. Oh, it's one of the biggest cult following bands of literally of all time. Yeah. I mean, for a band who made the music like they did, uh, and for them to have such mass appeal. Yeah. And, you know, we were talking about the internet earlier. I mean, what, made brand new revolutionary was that they grew up there they were getting big as the internet grew up but they did the opposite like they didn't have an internet presence they were the only band to not do that they didn't do interviews they didn't do press and no that's really cool no well that's why people love them because they were one of the only bands of of our time who you know they actually did maintain you know, the whole avant-garde, like, you yeah. don't know about them as people, mm-hmm. which actually kind of makes the story even more fucked up because yeah. you know that they're, they're yeah, like, right. you know it that, like, sucks. they were just, like, fucking shitty. And none of the band, none of the rest of the band has, or, I'm sorry, the rest of the band hasn't issued any kind of statement, yeah. which makes you believe that they kind of knew the whole yeah. time what was and going on. That's a shittier on. feeling, like, you knew this was going on. Yeah, it, dude, it sucks. I mean, yeah. and it, I'm I'm not saying it sucks because I'm a fan of the band. Like, obviously, it's fucking horrible for sure, like the, the fucking people, underage women that dude, the victims. Yeah, for the victims, yeah. that's yeah. first and foremost the worst part yeah. of the story. That's what you but gotta think of when you hear that stuff. Like, that's uh, when I heard about Louis C.K. It destroyed me because he was my hero. Like, and he was very honest. He was very honest. He talked about masturbating, being a pervert. But like, I was talking to a friend, just going like, "There's a difference between." thinking those things and acting on them. And then like when you hear he did that shit, like I just lost all respect. I just went like, wow. And even in his statement, he didn't say, I'm sorry. He just said, I regret it. Uh-huh. I feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. It just sucks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could, you could say the same about, you know, Jesse Lacey's statement. It was, yeah. pr- it was, he was like, Try yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm a sex addict, you know, and statement, I, I did bad things. Statements. Yeah, he he didn't deny a single thing, but it wasn't you know it's yeah. Yeah, we've we've all talked about yeah, it uh, like, you know yeah I don't mean to bring up like sad stuff but I I just know you're a big brand new fan I just we to, all are yeah you know we are all big brand new fans yeah yeah mm-hmm. was I like their la- their new album really good I mean dude it's incredible I you know yeah, was it, it called science fiction science or? fiction yeah I, I mean dude like it was it's really a shame that their career is gonna end the way it is because they would have had one of the best legacies of any band yeah. ever. Wild, man. Like, dude, yeah. I mean, when that record dropped, it was like, you know, that whole record is about them. It's yeah. not so subtle, not so subtle references to them being done, to it being the nail in the coffin. Yeah. You know, the whole eight-year wait, the surprise release, the way they rolled it out. You're just like, dude, this band fucking crushed it. Like, yeah, they went out on top. And that, you know, nope they went out fucking horribly and yeah. you know yeah it just sucks it does it it sucks for everyone you know yeah it just, sucks for terrible. everyone that's terrible but the rec- like i will you know that record is amazing yeah and it's, that's it, what i heard it's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy how like people make uh art and it becomes so ingrained and intertwined in your life yeah that even uh someone's legacy ending in this way it's just like fuck you know it's like yeah yeah, something that you like believed in, and then it just got like weirdly tainted and torn away. Yeah, you know, like uh, you don't want to enjoy that art anymore. Is like, you, do you feel bad for enjoying the art if you like? Can you still listen to a brand new not, song? No, it's, not, it's, not right now. Yeah, yeah no, now. it's it sucks. Yeah, uh, it's uh, fucking very difficult but you can't to listen undo to. Undo all the times that we listen to those records. Yeah, that's yeah, totally. I, yeah, I think that like people just want to like have something that they can put their trust into and believe in and like yeah. can relate to. Uh, and we're talking about in particular uh, this band and um, this comedian were like very successful for 
those exact reasons. They were yeah. like more alternative. Yeah. And uh, like cult followings yeah. to a T for both of them. Yeah. Huge like kind of like later career success stories. Yeah. yeah. You yes. know, like just yes, building it up. Like bigger. Building it up more and more. Yeah. And it's just like perseverance. It's yeah. like that. Yeah. It's just like ah, uh, it's like hard good shit out there that we can believe in. There's people that are doing like real things. Yeah. And you know? like Louis C. K. like um like uh he got really big. He got, he didn't get famous until like his mid forties. Like he didn't become big until like his forties. And like even when he would like give interviews, he would like talk about like being a decent human being and like being a good father. But then mm-hmm. like when you hear that stuff, you kind of that's not important anymore. Like you know, that stuff yeah, just like it disappears. I think that we're just like reckoning with this weird time period. Like in regards to what happened with um, these artists we're talking about, like you're just kind of let down and you yeah. like feel horrible for uh, victims. Yeah. And then also in uh, conjunction with that. They're like in the past, uh, I guess weeks or months or however long you even want to call it. If there's there's been like a huge sea change in the way that these discussions are being held, and I think everyone is still trying to figure out yeah. how we are supposed to deal with all this, which is why this shit is like so weird still, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's like ah, it's just uh, it what just do we what do we do? It's it's like something that needs to happen. I think yeah. it was like Sarah it's Silverman said something like it needs to happen. It's like a tumor. It's, it's going to yeah. suck. I love, yeah, I, I saw that. I that. It has to happen. Yeah. We have to change culturally. I th- yeah. And These um, things have to be brought to light. Yeah. And um, uh, with that same Sarah, uh, Sarah Silverman video, I really liked, she talked about Lucy K because they started out together. Really. Mm-hmm. And she even said like a good question, like, can you love someone who's done horrible things? Because mm-hmm. there's people out there, there's famous people out there, like filmmakers, they're disgusting perverts. They've done horrible things, but they're still making movies. They're still making art, and people still pay money to go see their stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard. Like, you know, you know, like, Jesse Lacey, that's his name? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, like, Louis C.K. and all these other people, they do this horrible stuff, but can you still enjoy it knowing that they've done these unforgivable things? Mm-hmm. And that's just the part that I'm still, like, his bits are ingrained in my head. Yeah. With how many times I've watched his stuff, I've remembered his bits, I loved him, and I think of them now and I go, I can't laugh because I know what you are. I know Absolutely. What yeah. It's like, a, a dude, I know yeah. every <laughs> lyric to every brand new record. And it's like, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you can't, f- like, you can't forgive someone for, like, doing such... Heinous things, <laughs> yeah. you know. For brand new, for me, you know, like yeah, it's Louis C.K. is probably the equivalent for you, but like, well, we were talking about earlier, you know, a band like Church is where it was such a in the moment thing. Like, yeah. artistically, why brand new continued to be inspiring was like what Joe was saying was like latter day success, like bands who maintained not like relevance relevancy. I'm sorry. Yeah, they constantly were pushing it to just be better and better and people kept catching on to it it wasn't yeah. like they stayed relevant it was like they were actually getting better yeah and in their own way too yeah, yeah. and and yeah. from it from an artistic standpoint even when that last record came out the way they did it i was like oh my god like these they're masters it yeah. like and I remember we were listening to the record together in the living room the night it came out the three of us and like <laughs> joe said he's like this band was good at being a band. Like they they did everything they needed to right. Wow. Like you know, and then that shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, it's very you know. It's it's. Yeah, I don't want to beat a dead horse because <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, I've yeah. I've already said everything I want to say about yeah, it, but it's yeah. it just sucks. It, it just and sucks. I can't I can't reiterate that enough that like it sucks the most for the. The victims, victims. Yeah. you know that's, that's the worst. That's the most important part. Yes, is Absolutely. like people like are fucking scarred for life because of yeah. that, and like and we it's hard for them to bring and up. felt it's oppressed to even bring these issues to light or yeah. even be legitimized. Oh well, yeah, yeah. yeah. especially because the woman, the the first story that really broke about Jesse Lacey was someone who was like, "Dude, I've been saying this for how long?" 
and now people are and starting to And now people, but, like, for yeah. years it was like, fuck off. Like, yeah. that's my hero. Yeah. That that's was my th- hero. That was the thing with Louis C.K., the story about the women in the hotel room. That yeah. was a story that was known in the comedy community, and he denied it for years. He said, like, I don't want to talk about it because it gives it life. It didn't happen. But then, like, when four other women talked, one who was anonymous... He just went like, yeah, it happened. Yeah, I can't escape this now. Yeah. Yeah, it just sucks. I don't want to end this interview on a bad note, but I just wanted to get your no, opinion. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It, it's an important thing to talk about because yeah. now it's just all coming. It's very important in any, to talk in about. any walk of life. Comedy, yeah. there's politicians now coming Politician, out on yeah. both sides, whether you're a whatever your party Republican or a Democrat. Democrat. Yeah, that's sucky to a hear. A musician. Like, if you do that shit, you're a you, fucking asshole and one of the worst human beings. Yeah, and it's and not even no famous people. It's people in the workplace. It's, oh, e- yeah. it's everywhere. It's everywhere, yeah. Yeah, but those like people, like average Joes like us, they don't get like the media attention that these other no, people... No, of course not. No, so it just sucks. This is just this whole year. Ben Roth, man. Oh, it's God. Been, uh, it's just been down. fucking rough. You can... And a lot of people want to like go on Donald Trump rants, which I won't, because like I said before, I don't want to bump into a Donald Trump supporter and be like, "Hey, you know, you said that thing." <laughs> but yeah. it's just like a whole year. Like I think like Jimmy Kimmel when he gave like um he made a speech about the Las Vegas shooting, he like said something perfect. He was like, "It's just like someone's opening up a gate to hell, and it's yeah. just never ending." Every day in the news. I mean, like, yeah. there's been other years before this that have been horrible and horrible shit has happened. But something about this year, just more things are coming to light. More horrible shit is happening and nothing's getting done about it. It's just, yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. Well, I think that's why people uh, do anything, like, productive in the first place. Is because, yeah. like... Um, Human beings are not inherently like good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like no one's one hundred percent a good person, but there's I, there's like a condition. There's like a human condition, or I think it's just you know you're like kind of like designed to fail. Uh, yeah. So the best thing that you can do is like make a use out of your life and do something that is like productive. Yeah. That's why we love art, and yeah, that's why we like. People love underdog stories and like yeah. six like they want to see people who are um, like valiant or even just like average people yeah. win. They just want to see average people win. This is like the thing about '90s grunge is like based <laughs> on this fucking idea yeah. that it's like anyone can do it. Look yeah. at these guys wearing their flannel shirts. Yeah. Playing on a fucking Reading Festival stage. Yeah. And that's like the cool thing. There's basically just saying like, hey, just pick up a guitar and meet your friends. Yeah. And like maybe something magical can happen. Yeah. Didn't the the Ramones start like in a garage? Like didn't they just like. Everyone starts in a garage. garage. Everyone worth their salt starts in a fucking garage. Yeah. Yeah. And with really cool parents. Yeah. (laughs) Very cool. Very very patient Patient parents. parents. Yeah. <laughs> my band never took off, uh, but my mom was always patient because I remember when we had practices when I had that band Merc. Love that band name, <laughs> Merc. It's still a mystery. It's so ambiguous. I, I, honestly, I remember hey, my listening m- audience. My brother was in Merc. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh God. That Gavin was Gavin Costco was the, as well. Gavin, Gavin Costco, Tim Conley, Tim Conley, yeah. Conley. Yeah. yeah. Um, the true homies. Shout outs to uh, that is a true super Merc. group. Yeah. yeah. Of different personalities. Yes. Uh, All I good just, govs. Yeah. To get talk about yeah. something happier, I just remember those days because uh, Cameron is like a big music guy like he like when i would talk to him like that was back in the day when i just loved the red hot chili peppers mm-hmm. and that's all i talked about mm-hmm. oh we all yeah. did that dude yeah, yeah, yeah that's that. <laughs> yeah i was i i was in a big red hot chili pepper phase until i think five years ago when i just stopped listening to them all together <laughs> i just quit i was like sounds about <laughs> <cold> right <laughs> yeah i was like I, I had to i had to let him go i had to flush it all down the toilet yeah oh. <laughs> cut ties couldn't just put it in the closet or like no. underneath the bed. You had to f- just completely get rid of it. Yeah, throw it all away. I, and I, off. I think I made a Facebook status too. <laughs> to the cool, like, today I deleted all the Red Hot Chili Pepper songs off my iPod. Wow, this is weird. Wow. Yeah, I just remember like, ah, crap. I have a funny story about Cameron. I remember. Um, please tell yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, it was please tell it. For this. Is, is Cameron still a big Dave Matthews fan? 
He loves them. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, he, well, he did. He adores them. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't just love them. Yeah. Have you seen I his room with them? them. <laughs> He's got DMB heart tattooed across his knuckles. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, DMB heart. Yeah. <laughs> no, DMB he, I, I don't think, um, I, I know that Cameron, every time they came through for yeah. over like 10 years, he yeah. never missed a show. Even when they would do like the, the like the two night stints, like Cameron, yeah. Cameron was at every single one. Yeah. I remember him talking about that with Gavin. Him and Gavin were big yeah, DMB way. fans and I was a big Red Hot Chili Peppers fan and I didn't really listen to a lot of other stuff. That's why I quit mm-hmm. listening to Red Hot Chili Peppers because I discovered other music and I was like, oh wow, other bands are better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Wait, are you telling no, me there's a band called the Black Eyed Peas? <laughs> <laughs> Fergie, she sings that song about her butt. Oh, um, what? That's not a Red Hot Chili Peppers song? <laughs> <laughs> My hump. My hump. Wait, Red Hot Chili Peppers had a song called Hump to Bump. It wasn't about their butts. Oh, that song's awesome. Hump to Bump. It has that cool... Got, yeah. That ox percussion break. Yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. very cool. Uh, no, um, I'll still give them credit. They are awesome musicians. I will give them that. Dude, we we got over our fuck red hot chili peppers phase and we're all back in now. We actually really? on oh, our last yeah, on our yeah. last uh ride home from tour, yeah. we kind of got in length. We like got really deep about like our passionate love for the red hot chili peppers. Uh, yeah. right. It never dies, uh, man. Yeah. By the way, you're you're in your phase right now. Yeah, maybe you're I'll, in, maybe I'll go back. It'll oh, go. not maybe. You will. Uh, you will. I can, I can see it. <laughs> in my crystal it's, ball it's, here. It's so nice to watch someone else get through this now <laughs> that I'm older and wiser. We're here for you, partner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. It's gonna happen. And I'm just like thinking, what album I'll go back to. Maybe, by the way, by the way, by the way, we that's our th- that's universal sensi- favorite. That's their sensitive album. That's their like. It's so sensitive. It's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. A, I'll it's give it that. Beautiful. It had, it had so many amazing tracks on it. By the way, dozed. Um, Minor yes. thing, Zephyr song, uh, Midnight. Mm-hmm. Don't forget their best tune ever, Warm Tape. Warm Tape. Oh. Venice Queen, I could die for so you. So good. Yeah, I, oh, I could die for you. Can't like, stop. Throw away your television. Throw away your television. Are you kidding me? Oh, we yeah. we just <laughs> named the whole, <laughs> whole track list. a nineteen yeah. track album that I'm like I'm doing this. Yeah. Crap. Yeah. Maybe I'll go back. You guys are now. I'm remembering my uh, love. Universally speaking, you have a did lot. we even say that yeah, one? No, universally speaking, speaking is great. Hit. Yeah, no, we we Great passionately tune. love. By the way, yeah, it's so good. I I might have to go back to that one. You have a lot of homework, my friend. Yeah, I do. I have a long list of albums. Like, none of it laying down. Yeah, none of it laying down. All standing up. <laughs> I'll just be standing <laughs> up, and my mom will be like, "What are you doing? Like, I'm listening to Nirvana." <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, but okay, here's the Cameron story. Then we have to wrap up. Oh, We've yeah. been talking for a while. Cameron story. Us talking yeah. for a while. Yeah. <laughs> You're the chill one in the group. Yeah, I feel bad that you didn't get to talk. I oh, I talk. Yeah, we'll talk after. Talk. We'll talk after. Okay, um, but it's been great having you guys on the show. This has been a lot of fun. This has been fun. This been has been. Yeah, it has been. I hope I hope you guys had fun. It's really chill, relax. I haven't yeah. seen you guys in a really long time. It's yeah. been a minute, man. I think last time I saw you was randomly at Spirit last year. Yeah, we need yeah, to talk about that, that. Was such a funny night. Um, Okay, the Cameron story was they were really into Dave Matthews Band. I was really, really into Red Hot Chili Peppers. We were taking a. This is when we were just a trio. I just remember we were taking a break and we were in my living room and I was on the computer and they were sitting on the couch and I just randomly decided to ask this question. I was like, "Hey, uh, guys, uh, who writes better lyrics, the Chili Peppers or Dave Matthews Band?" Hell yeah! <laughs> and, they, and, and they both and they both went. DMB, what are you even talking about? <laughs> like, what is, is that even like a question? And I just remember Cameron, he didn't look at me and he was just like, yeah, call me when they write better lyrics than Spoon. Oh. <laughs> I was like, damn, wow, wow. I just got burnt. So, so burnt. <laughs> that mind of fury. What are the lyrics to Spoon anyway? Yeah. I guess that's no, like the, the band, band Spoon. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. They are oh. good. Li- like, after seeing that show, they've become one of my favorite song. bands. They have a lot of great, like, consistent albums. Like, Ga 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 is a fantastic album. Um, uh, Gimme Fiction is a great one. Uh, Series of Sneaks is a really great one. Not a lot of people know about that one. It's just me recommending Spoon albums. I now. like the first EP. Is that Telephone or? No, it's. Uh, you should I listen to Girls Can Tell. Yeah, I, li- I listen to that one. The record is unbelievable. Oh, everything. And everything uh, hits at once. Oh, that's a great Yeah, song. Oh, that song's amazing. Yeah. Um, but I think Girls Can Tell and They Want My Soul are my favorites. They Want yeah. My Soul. They Want My Soul. Oh, that was amazing. another album I just played to, played 
like constantly. It's dude, it is timeless. That's like one of the best records of the last five years. Definitely. No doubt. No doubt. That I, record's I stunning. That's Inside Out is one of my us. new favorite songs. One of oh, my favorite songs yeah. of my life. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Good okay. band. Okay. Uh, we'll talk more after, but I just want to thank you, Honey, for coming in. Woo! Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Hey, Whoa. thanks, buddy. Thank yeah, this, this has been awesome. so much fun. Uh, this is Honey, but individually they are... Uh, Joseph Robert Praxty. Patrick Skidmore O'Toole. <laughs> Evan Daniel Mindel. And I'm Alex Kramer of the Alex Kramer program. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Woo! Yeah, wow. Boop, doop, 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 doop. I'm going to eat a candy bar. Okay, bye. Oh, yeah, and also, you guys have to sit there while I do a little uh, closing statement. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Um, this uh, podcast wouldn't be possible without Unplanned Comedy Warehouse, which we are in right now. Uh, go to unplannedcomedy.com. Yes, snap, because it's really cool. Uh, go to unplannedcomedy.com to check the calendar and see shows. I am in the Thursday shows, except for this is this episode's not going to come out for a while, but uh, uh, I'm at the shows every Thursday. Uh, they are free at 8 p.m. BYOB with Hot Farm right downstairs. They have other great shows like The Home Club, Mondo. Uh, check uh, the calendar, many great shows, many other great podcasts like Food Weirdos and In Tune, uh, podcast I've been on. Episode 5, I talked about Bojack Horseman. I've said that at the end of every episode of the year. But, uh, yeah, check oh, it on there. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's a great podcast. I'm interested it's in all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Check it out, dude. I think you convinced me yeah. right there. Yeah. No, it's cool. Guys, come, to, come, see, come see me do improv. Yeah, I want to see this. <laughs> I, believe, I believe we'll make it to a show. Okay. I'm just plugging myself you, now. But, yes. You uh, know what I'm going to say to you after you, you walk off stage. I shit my pants. Yeah. Did you <laughs> no, did you shit your pants? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, uh, yeah, it's improv. <laughs> okay. But check out those shows. Check out on playingcomedytheater.com for many sh- different shows and dates. Check out the different podcasts, like I said. Uh, Food Weirdos, uh, In Tune. Uh, it's nice to see he's working with Garrett Teitelbaum. And uh, for the love of God, please take it easy. Love nothing. You have been listening to Unplanned Comedy Pods, a podcast collection.